From just inside the four. Hurts. To the end zone. trying to help himself again. He's already had a walk in a single and one score. And Shohei with a drive. Right center field. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Take a Lead. It is me, the one and only John O'Halloran. Unfortunately, no Ryan today, but it's okay. I'm going to plug my social media anyways. I'm only like one person, two people listen to this. If you follow my social media, thank you. If you follow Take the Lead social media, thank you. My Instagram, I've said it like the past five years now. I'm going to test you guys one day. I'm going to test you guys one day. I'm going to do, I'm going to test you guys one day. Instagram is John O'Halloran15. The Twitter is underbar John underbar O'Halloran. And the take the least social media is TTL bottom both Instagram and Twitter. Anyways, guys, I feel like I got a good episode for you guys today. You know, I got my AFC NFC championship game predictions. Got a couple NFL stories, a uh, couple NBA. Uh a few MLB, not a lot. Um, I know I gotta start talking about hockey more. I don't talk about it. It's one of my favorite sports, and I'm a sports podcast. I should probably talk about hockey more. But anyways, let's jump into some uh, football news first. First, we're gonna talk about the Eagles and the uh, moves they made for the offense and defensive coordinators. First, we're gonna start on the offense. They hired uh, Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator, and a lot of people, from what I've seen, a lot of people didn't like this. Um, though, when he was in Dallas, Dallas boasted the number one scoring offense in uh, 2021. Um, now he's joined an offense that has Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Brown. Depending on what happens with A.J. Brown, I don't know if the situation is there with A.J. Brown, if he's going to stay, if he's going to want out. Because I know A.J. Brown was very unhappy with the way the Eagles season ended. I know he was very unhappy um, with the play calling the Eagles did. So I don't know if he's going to stay or not. No, now we got those guys that were, no, but Brian Johnson's gone, so maybe now A.J. Brown will stay. If he doesn't, then see you later, buddy. Pack your bags and leave. Um... But people need to realize they're mad about this. Um, you know, Justin Herbert missed the final four games of the season. He will, not only that, you lost Mike Williams at the beginning of the season. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think got hurt in uh, he was either training camp or uh, preseason. If I'm not mistaken. Also, you know, Keenan Allen missed time to you know various injuries this past season. Um, no, the, the Dodgers did finish 18th in total points, 329.4 in, uh, 21st in points, 20.4. Um, no, that's a lot of, that's a lot to miss. Um, having those three guys out is not, it, it's going to affect your offense. I, I think this is a great offense. I think this is a great call for the Eagles bringing him in. And I'm still not surprised this guy has not found a head coaching job yet. Um, I like it. I know a lot of Eagles fans are mad about it. Um, but like I said, now you got an offense with Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, depending on what happens with him, Devontae Smith or in Dallas Goddard. I don't know what they're gonna do with that running back position. They're gonna bring back DeAndre Swift. Um, but anyways, no. I like it, I really do, you know. Um you know, Nick Shrine would say whoever the new coordinator is, there's going to be things that they bring. Uh, that are going to be fresh ideas for us, help the players grow and help our players play at a top level, Sharani said. I'm excited about that. The new ideas uh, me, uh, meshing uh, with some of the old ideas. It's unclear if Sharani will continue to be looming figure over the team's offensive play calling like he has previous season or give full uh, give the full calls to uh, more. Um, 
I, don't, I just I, <clears throat> I like it. I think this is a great, great call for the Eagles bringing him in. I know they interviewed Cliff Kingsbury, um, but this one, I like it. I just, I really think this is a great call for the Eagles. You're bringing a guy in who, with the you no know, Cowboys offense, who you no know, had Dak Prescott, Ceedee Lamb at the time, and I uh, Ezekiel Elliott at the time. I know Ezekiel Elliott at that time wasn't like what he used to be, but still, that was the number one offense in the NFL. And I think you no know, Kellen Moore can do the same thing for the Eagles. I like this. I like this call right here. Um, not only that, the Eagles also uh, brought in a defensive coordinator. Uh, I saw this article in CBS Sports that really caught my eye. Uh, they hired Vic Vangino as a defensive coordinator, but the, uh, the article says how the change could affect the uh, the Eagles in 2024. Um, the Eagles actually wanted to bring him in last year, uh, but ended up going to the Dolphins. Um Oh, he was he was head coach of the Broncos, and they had one of the worst uh, defenses in twenty twenty three. So it's right here. Just says uh, Fangos. Uh, uh, I'm probably saying his name wrong. Uh, now been tied to the organization for years. His influence on the Eagles' strategy has been apparent for a while. The former uh, Broncos head coach is best known for maximizing, maximizing and uh, popularizing. A uh, too high uh, safety scheme, uh, which essentially pro, uh, pro, um, him and read today. Where is it? So it's kind of so his defensive play calling is kind of same uh, what the Eagles ran under uh, Jonathan Gannon in twenty twenty two. I don't know. I mean, I. This is a big ass article to read. Um, I know. I just. I you know the Dolphins' defense wasn't too bad last year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I. I don't know. How, I don't know. I know a lot of Eagles fans weren't happy about this one. Um, so with him in charge, the Eagles go back to a plan in three four scheme under uh, <clears throat> both Jonathan and Diesel. The team technically deployed a four three base, uh, but with ever a uh, changing pass uh, rushing uh, group, he's often letting Hassan Reddick work as a stand up rusher, the same way uh, he might in a three four design. Veteran linebackers like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox have rotated on both sides and outside for the years, but if they return under um, Fangino, uh, they uh, they're uh, virtual locks. I don't know. I mean. So it seems like his play calling is similar to what Jonathan Gannon did and what uh, sh uh what Shane uh, and Matt Patricia did. I don't know. Um, I think it, I just I don't know how I feel about this one. I I just really 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 hope he can you know, fix this. Um, I really hope he can fix this defense. This defense has been so bad lately. I don't know. Reading these tweets is a lot of you no know, Dolphins fans that seem pretty upset about it. 
some Eagles fans are unhappy about it. So it, so it seems like he ran, runs kind of the same defense that the uh, Matt Patricia and the other guy ran. But I don't know. We'll see how this one goes. Um, but out of the both, I, I like the uh, Kellen Moore uh, hiring the best. You no, know, like I said, you already got a great offense with those uh, players I've mentioned. Uh, the defense, I feel like Vic Fangino can definitely fix it because no, the defense this season was awful. I don't know what Matt Patricia was running towards the end of the season. Um, but I hope no, he can come and fix this defense because the Eagles, This you look at this Eagles defense, and it, on paper, it's very good. I know James Bradbury got burnt a lot this past season. Darius Slay's getting, you know, missed the last, uh, you know, missed the rest of the season. Um, but you look at this defense, you know, you got Jalen Carter, who's going to be an absolute animal. Um, not know Brennan Graham, Fletcher Cox are getting the third age. Maybe we can replace those two. Hassan Reddick is absolutely animal. Um, it seems like no, maybe Nolan Smith is going to be the next guy up now. But I, I really feel like he can fix this defense. I really do. No, they definitely need it. The defense was bad this past season. I think that's what held them back the most was the defense and also the offense too. A lot of the play calling by the coaches. But I feel like Vic Fangino can come there and fix this defense. Um, I feel like Kel Moore can come in and fix the offense. Um, but you know. All we have to do is see what these two can do. Um, next, we talk about Bill Belichick. Um, it seems like no team want to give Bill Belichick a chance, and the Falcons uh, ended up hiring a coach on um, on Thursday. They hired uh, Raheem Morris as uh, head coach. Um, he said, "I'm overjoyed for the opportunity for my family, and uh, and I returned to Atlanta as a, a Falcons head coach." Uh, we know from uh, first-hand experience what a first-class organization Atlanta is, and what team, what this team means to the city and its fans. I'm incredibly, I'm incredibly uh, appreciative uh, Arthur Blank for his leadership and for the entire organization for putting his trust into me uh, to lead this team. So, uh, last year's allowed uh, 337.9 yards. Um, in 22.2 points per contest and 15 takeaways under Morris in 2023. The team also accumulated 41 sacks despite um, using just 20.7% uh, of its cap space on the defense, according to uh, Sportrick. Only the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, 19.6% uh, and the Titans, 15.54% spent less on their uh, defense. Um, the Falcons, meanwhile, allowed 321. 321.1 yards and uh, 21.9 points per game this season while uh, ranking up 16 takeaways and 42 sacks. Safety Jesse Betts, a third, and uh, earned a uh, second-team All-Pro after hauling six, in, six interceptions. Wow, the Falcons uh, interviewed 14 candidates before Landon Morris, who served as the uh, club's earned term coach for uh, 11 games in 2020. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how I feel about this one. Um, I, I know, I, I don't know what the Falcons is. I don't know. Maybe the Falcons like him more than like Bill Belichick. But uh, back to Bill Belichick, um, it seems like no teams want to know give him full control. Um, but no, with it be, you know, he's seventy one. So if he doesn't find a, a team to coach this year, he's gonna be seventy two years old. Um, maybe because I, I, I know he wants to beat that. He only needs fifteen wins to beat that record. And I don't know if he's gonna take a year off and may come back next year. Um, So this will be the first time since 1974 season that Belichick has not been with the NFL team, which is absolutely crazy. You know, he's 70, he's, he's 72. So if he takes the effort, he's going to be 73, obviously, next year. Um, Belichick said, um, 
Uh, for more, a familiar source that Belichick said he's going to be picking anyway. He needs someone to give him control, and that's why I want, uh, and that's why waiting could uh, work out for Bill Belichick. Though it, uh, it's true he's not getting any younger, it's possibly, if not probable, that um, that Bel- Belichick across the league uh, will grow over uh, next year. Um, No, I, if I'm Bill Belichick, I know you want to beat that record. Uh, like, it's 15 wins to break Don Tree's record for most wins. He's liking the two seasons to get it done. Um, I know he wants to beat that record, but if I'm Bill Belichick, you just got to look back what you did. I uh, know six Super Bowls, that's absolutely crazy. No head coach is ever going to touch that. Uh, maybe in there, I don't know, Andy Reid. Andy Reid's going to have rage. I mean, the only coach I could see doing it right now is Andy Reid with the Chiefs. But if I'm Bill Belichick, you know, you got two options right now. It's Washington Commanders and Seattle Seahawks. And he, I'm sure he's looking at that Washington team and saying, all right, Sam Howell is my quarterback. I don't know if I want that. Yeah, you got Terry McLaurin, that wide receiver. Then you look over at the uh, for us, uh, the Seahawks. And you say to yourself, okay, either Sam Howell am I going to – or do I pick um, – I mean, I, I, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Commanders could pick a quarterback. But uh, anyways, then you look at the uh, Seahawks and you okay, Geno Smith. Um, yeah, you got Kenneth Walker at running back. He's a no good young running back. Debo, uh, uh, DK Metcalf at wide receiver. Um, if I'm him, but looking at those two teams, if he has a choice, maybe go to Washington if you draft a young quarterback. Um, but at this point, I don't think any of those. You know, I don't think any of those two teams are going to bring him in. I think at this point, I think Bill Belichick just needs to you know, admit the fact that no teams want him. If I'm Bill Belichick, retire. You know, you got six Super Bowls. I know you got 15 wins to break the record. But if I'm Bill Belichick, I'd retire and you know, call it quits. Because no coach in history is going to achieve what he's done. You know, winning six Super Bowls. Um, I mean, the only two teams right now that were to hire him are those two teams. Unless he waits until next year. And see what's out there. Unless he gives it one year and just see and see what the Cowboys do this upcoming season, can see and see what Mike McCarthy can do. You now, if Mike McCarthy fails, then maybe the uh, Cowboys bring Bill Belichick in next year. But um, if they don't, now let's say if no Mike McCarthy does leave the Cowboys to the Super Bowl next year, and Bill Belichick waits another year, you no, know, does Bill 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 Belichick just say screw it, I'm done? Um, I just I really don't see any teams right now bringing Bill Belichick in. Uh, like I said, again, there's only two teams, Seahawks and Commanders. Do they bring him in uh, or do they find the wrong guy or does Bill Belichick wait another year to see what opens up? Um, I don't know. I just, I, I, at this point, Bill Belichick really should just, you know, hang it up. Now, um, we're going to talk about the uh, ASC NFC Championship games. Mark Andrew is set to return for the Ravens, which is big. That's Lamar Jackson's favorite target. Um, he missed the final six for season games. Um, you know, produced 45 catches for 544 yards and six touchdowns before getting hurt. Um, like I said, no, he's Lamar Jackson's go-to target uh, in third down uh, in red zone situations. The tight end has, was named a first-team All-Pro in 2021, racking up 107 catches for 1,361 yards and nine scores. So the turn of uh, Andrews gives Jackson a full, uh, complete weapons of his uh, battle against the Chiefs today. I know you got Zay Flowers, you got uh, Rashard Bateman, Odell Beckham Jr., and also Isaiah, Isaiah Likely, who stepped up very good for um, the Ravens when uh, Mark Andrews was out. Uh, you know, earned 356 yards and six touchdowns over the last seven contests, which is big. 
Um, John Harper said he's confident Amar, uh, Martin Huntley will suit up against uh, the Chiefs, but added the team doesn't know how certain if the cornerback can play. Uh, that's another big uh, a big piece for the Ravens to come back on the defense. Um, that's a big piece for the uh, Ravens coming back. Now that's Lamar Jackson's favorite target. You're getting him back against a very good Chiefs team. Not only that, uh, Isaiah Pacheco is expected to play today as well. Uh, another big piece for the uh, Chiefs right there if he comes back. Um, no, he's been a big piece for the Chiefs this uh, season, um, for the playoff run, I should say. 97 yards and a touchdown. The Chiefs 27-24 went over the Buffalo Bills in the divisional round. He surpassed 85 rushing yards and recorded a touchdown. Uh, in each of the uh, team's postseason contest. Um, so they'll be out with um, offensive guard uh, Joe Tooney, who's dealing with a protocol strain, and uh, Cordero's Tooney. I mean, who, he's a stiff anyways. Um, but anyways, guys, I, I want to give you guys my predictions right now. Uh, also got the 49ers, who have Debo Samuel coming back. Uh, for the Chiefs and Ravens game, I know this is the first time in uh, that the uh, Ravens are hosting the AFC Championship game at home. Um... This is a tough one. Now you got Mark Andrews coming back. I mean, who knows if he's going to be rusty or not. But at the end, I even though this is the Ravens' first time hosting the game at home, I got to go with the Chiefs in this one. Now, playoff Patrick Mahomes is just a different breed. He's a different animal. Um, not, not only that, he's been in the AFC Championship playing times before, so he knows he's noticed like to play in it. He knows the feeling of playing in it. He's not going to be under any pressure. He knows what it's like to play in this game. Uh, this is Lamar Jackson's really first time playing a big postseason game, um, but at the end I gotta go. To, I gotta go to. I gotta go to Chiefs in this one. Now Patrick Mahomes just can't sleep against him. Um, I think it's gonna be a close one. I got the. Uh, I got the uh, Chiefs winning this one, twenty three to twenty. Then at six thirty we got the Detroit Lions. Yes, the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers. You got Debo Samuel coming back, and when Debo Samuel's on the field for this. Um, 49ers team. This 49ers team's a cheat code. No, you add in Christian McCaffrey starting the offense. George Kittle, Brennan Ayuk. This offense is unstoppable. And I said it in my prediction last week. I said the um no the Lions would have a tough time stopping um Mike Evans. I know Mike Evans had a great game last week and Chris Godwin. They had contain Chris Godwin. I'm gonna sound crazy here. Even with the turn of Debo Samuel, Dan Campbell has done a fantastic job with this um Lions team. You know, when the backs against the wall, they fight back. They've been doing it all season. And I didn't expect them to come this far. I had them losing last week. I got the Detroit Lions pulling off the upset tonight and beating the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. I got, I'm going to say 24 to 21. Um, and I got the Super Bowl, the San Francisco, I got the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs versus Detroit Lions. I know this sounds crazy. But I really feel like this Lions team can pull it off. Um, I got the Chiefs and Lions winning the game tonight. I got the Super Bowl uh, Chiefs versus Lions. Um, now I'm going to talk about some NBA news. We got two head coaches who've been uh, who were fired this past uh, week. First, we're going to talk about the Wizards. Um, Wes uh, uh, Unsled Jr. was relieved of his uh, head coaching duties. He shouldn't have fired a long time ago. This guy was ass. Uh, he was 7,730 in, uh, in parts of three campaigns at the helm, including a 7-37 mark this season. 
Which I know you really can't blame because you look at that Wizards team. That Wizards team is poo poo kaka. The Wizards will conduct a comprehensive search for the next head coach during the uh, during the off season. After uh, several th- uh, thoughtful conversations with the West, we determined together that as a change was needed to benefit of the team. Um, Uh, Michael Lerner said in a statement, uh, West embodies in, in the characteristics the, uh, uh, we value in the organization and his vast basketball experience will be an uh, asset to the front offense as we progress toward our long, uh, uh, long-term goals. Um, though he came over from the Nuggets in July 2020 following uh, six years as an assistant head coach under uh, Michael uh, Malone, he should have stayed. He would have won a championship assistant head coach. Um he was lauded for his uh, work with the uh, Nuggets defense, defense, but hasn't experienced the same success with the uh, Wizards. Uh, Washington's on track for his third straight uh, finish in the uh, NBA's bottom third defense. Uh, defense, and there's no one really on that team. The Charlotte Wizards are allowing 100, uh, allowing more points per 100 points possessions this season. Oh my God. Um, he went on to say, I'm grateful to uh, serve a head coach of the Washington Wizards. He said in a statement, I look forward to a new opportunity to work toward our organization's continued past progress. Um, I don't know. I, just, I mean, I know we, the record doesn't show it, but he just it wasn't a good head coach. I mean, you had no one on that team. Um, I know they're rebuilding. I know, I, I know, but the 7,730. I, it probably is a right move, to be honest. I know it probably is a right move. You just look at that team, it's not good. The Wizards not going to be good for a long time. Um, not only that, um, the Bucks also fired uh, Adrian Griffin just 43 games to the season. So apparently a lot of players weren't really happy the way what the offense was running from what I, I've read. But Giannis was going to say, I've got to trust the front office. I've got to trust ownership group. They consider the bigger picture. Uh, uh, Giannis said, uh, told reports Wednesday after the Bucks 126-116 victory of the Cavaliers. Uh, my job is to be the best version of myself and lead the team uh, out there and help win games. Uh, their job is to create the best team uh, possible. You must add some atmosphere around uh, the team as po- uh, possible uh, <clears throat> that they believe uh, gives us a better chance to uh, win a championship. But yeah, I do think Fire Coach Griffin was a surprise. Um, so uh, Milwaukee's uh, rock solid uh, defense took a significant step back under Griffin. So it seems like the defense took a step back too, with its uh, defense fairly dropping from fourth last season to twenty uh, twenty second at the time of the. Uh, He's firing. Uh, Bucks uh, players question Griffin's offense and defense schemes and strategies again uh, from game to game. Um, not true. Side of the Cubs lack of defense uh, pl- uh, playing following 120-216 loss to the Rockets back early in January. Um, I want to say um, <laughs> I love the guy. I invite him to my wedding. He said Wednesday. Uh, I was coached by him uh, and we did very, very, very well. With somebody is being hired. Uh, the GM might come and ask, what do you think about that? What do you think about this? Or whatever. And just not me. Players, people that he trusts, their advice. But at times, uh, they make it seem like it's the players that are making the decision. Um, so right there, you know, players didn't like his defense, offensive calling. And that, that that has a lot to do with it. Now, if you're a head coach and you're writing stuff your players don't like, and it gets back to you know, the front office and gets back to higher hires up, they're going to say, all right, our players don't like this guy. They don't like what he's calling. And we can tell they don't like what we're calling. We're going to get rid of him. Yeah, I know the record shows they were very good this season. But if your players don't like a coach and like what they're doing, 
Um, the change has to be made. But the Bucks end up bringing Doc Rivers as uh, head coach. Um, it was less than 24 hours after the club fired uh, Adrian Griffin. Um, Milwaukee was apparently seeking experience and competent bench boss. Rivers, which I don't know why you're bringing Doc Rivers. Uh, I know he's one of the greatest coaches in history, but uh, Rivers boosts two decades of coaching um, across four different clubs and has uh, reached the playoffs 19 of his 24 seasons and, uh, as a lead man, including a win with the Celtics and uh, championship with the Celtics in 2008. He won coaching honors in 2000. In February 2022, he was named one of the 15 uh, coaches in league history. Rivers is one victory away from uh, tying Larry Brown for the eighth on NBA's all-time wins for coach, uh, for uh, wins as coach. Um, I don't know. I mean... No, he ranks fourth with 111 playoff victories. The uh, Sixers fired Rivers following the 2022-23 campaign and then accepted a Colin Cumberland role uh, with ESPN. Um, so he, after poorly finishing up uh, with runner-up uh, Frank Vogel uh, for the Phoenix Suns head coaching job. Um, I don't know. I mean, it... Yes, I know Doc Rivers is the head coach, but it just seems come playoff time. This guy just can't get it done. Um, but no, Doc Rivers, no, like it's already one of the best head coaches in the history. Is are coming to a team that's very good. Yeah, Giannis, one of the best players to ever play the game. Uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, I just got to see how this works. We got to see if you no know, this guy can get over the hump, getting back to the conference finals, um, or bring this team into a deep playoff run. Because it, it seems like every time it comes to playoff time, this guy can't get. You no, know, it seems like he can't get. Deep into the playoffs much anymore. But anyways, um, I guess we'll finish off with baseball. It wasn't going to be a long uh, episode, guys. But I still wanted to bring one. we got some uh, MLB free agent uh, signing trackers. Um, so, Jock Peterson uh, signed with the... Um, Sign with the uh, Diamondbacks. It's one uh, one year. Just uh, the season last year, uh, 235, 348, 4, uh, 16, 15 home runs. Um, not bad. Um, it's not showing. Uh, it's not showing most of them. But um, hold on. Uh, Julie Gallo signed with the um with the Nationals uh one year uh to help that rebuilding team. Matt Moore signed with the uh Angels, he's back uh one year. Um Reese Hoskins ended up signed with the um, uh Brewers two years. Um Dave Robinson signed with the um signed with the Rangers one year. Uh Talk about Josh Hader last week. So, I mean, it's not really. You still got Blake Snell and Cody Bellinger who are uh, free agents. Um, as far as no one signed them yet. Um, then I got this other article here that uh, one remaining one uh, remaining free agent each team, uh, AL team, should sign. Uh, first, got the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Mike uh, Clevenger, uh, the Orioles may have to wait until the trade deadline to make a big splash rotation. In the meantime, general manager Mike Ellis should look at veteran uh, stabilizers like Clevenger to help rise the floor. 
Um, solid season, uh, 377 ERA. Uh, Red Sox, Adam Duvall. I would love the Red Sox to bring back Adam Duvall. Boston, once again, could use Duvall's bat and versatility in the outfield. Uh, he went deep 21 times uh, in just 92 games last season while making the majority of uh, starts in center field and right field. Um, but it seems like Willie or, or Brady was going to be uh, – Seems like he's going to be uh, in right for the Red Sox if they don't bring back um, Adam Duvall. Uh, Whit, Merif uh, Whit Merrifield uh, could sign up the White Sox. Uh, Justin Turner to the Guardians. The Guardians are always on the hunt for uh, affordable offense. Um, and use, uh, he wouldn't be bad. He's very good for the Red Sox. He play first base. Um, Turner fits the bill uh, after appearing in a career-high 41 games for the uh, at first for the Red Sox last season. He hit 23 home runs. I want the Red Sox to bring him back. Um, Tigers signed Ocordo Escobar. Uh, Astros could sign Phil Mar uh, Phil Matten. Uh, Royals could bring back Michael A. Taylor. Uh, Angel could sign Blake Snell. Um, Twins could sign Michael uh, Lorzonian. The reigning AL Central champions have questions in rotation behind Bravo Lopez and Joe Ryan. Uh, Yankees Hector, uh, uh, Hector uh, Neris. Um, I thought he just signed with somebody. Just not with the Cubs, so he's off. Um, Athletics, uh, Men uh, Rosario, um, Mariners, G, uh, Gio, are you sure? Uh, Shirlia, uh, Rays, Tim Anderson, uh, Rangers, Jordan Montgomery, on uh, the Blue Jays, uh, Jorge Solar. Um, anyways, guys, I, that's a podcast. I know it was kind of quick podcast. I don't know how I didn't talk about baseball, but anyways, guys, if anyone's still listening to this, you know, 29 minutes in. Thanks for listening. You guys are the best. And like I said, I just, I'm really trying my best with this podcast. I really am. I know it's not where I wanted it to be, but one day it's going to be. I just got to work hard for it. You guys are the best. Have a great day. And you guys will be hearing this voice next week. Enjoy the games.